This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband, joining us on the line now. Jan, very good afternoon to you. Welcome once again. Always looking, we always look forward to this uh, time of the week. And thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Jan, let's start off with the TV license evasion rate, which has increased to 87%. Tell us more. Yes. This is something that the SABC has been struggling with for years. And the evasion rate is literally the number of registered SABC TV license holders. Mm-hmm. So this is people who used, who, who have actually had a TV license before. Right. And they are not paying. Wow. And that's increased to 87, that's increased to 87%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, it has been in the 80s, but now it's approaching the high 80s. And on its well on its way to ninety, um, and it's it's um, increased from I think it was around seventy percent in twenty nineteen, um, and uh, it's all the way uh, up to eighty seven percent now, and uh, and that does not even account for people who have never had a TV license but should have one. This okay. Is just formally paying customers who have stopped paying them. So, um, yep, the SABC struggling with TV license collections still, and South Africans voting for their wallets, saying that they will no longer support the state institution. Um, you know, uh, essentially a, a mini tax revolt where, where they can, because obviously you can't withhold your taxes because SARS will come for you. Right. Um, but, uh, but the, you know, uh, where South Africans uh, can protest like ETOLs, like the SABC TV license, they do. So, Jan, it's interesting that you noted that 70% going back uh, some years back. So how has the SABC been, uh, shall we say, riding this, uh, this wave of non-payment up until now? It, it's, not so, it, it's, quite a, it's still a sizable percentage. Uh, I know we've, we've reached 87%. One wonders how they've, how they've endured up until now. Yeah, um, so a little bit on advertising revenue and a lot on bailouts. Right, bailouts. Um, so mm-hmm. because be, because their advertising revenue has also decreased, uh, and so they uh, uh, and they're forecasting a 1.1 billion rand loss Whoa. for this financial year. So um, yeah, the, the the answer to your question is they have not been surviving. The SABC is in dire straits. If they cannot turn it around, if they cannot convince people to pay their TV licenses, Mm. Um, if they cannot reform the TV license regime altogether, which is something that they're looking at, to a household levy regime, then uh, the SABC is uh, certainly looking at an incredibly dire financial future. So at this stage, uh, I I take it that there's an admission of defeat and uh, there's like a, uh, shall we say, a stance until they come in with that idea, as you just mentioned now, to tax households, to drop this license uh, concept altogether now? Yeah, they're kind of going through the motions with the TV license. Mm-hmm. Like, they've appointed a, a debt collector, but, um, you know, and that debt collector does all kinds of questionable things to try and get people to pay their license. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's not really working. And so, yeah, they've essentially admitted defeat. They've essentially said, TV licenses are not working. We are going to have to scrap them. But, yeah, it's been, it's been tricky uh, for government to figure out a system that's going to work. Uh, people have proposed this household levy, but uh, government seems to be struggling at the implementation 
section. Yeah. They, you know, they, they can't figure out a way mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to actually co- collect the levy from people Indeed. at the end of the day. Right. And and, um, and they, they want to make it the responsibility of the likes of DSTV and perhaps even Netflix um, down the line, if, if Netflix ever, you know, not Netflix mm. in particular, but whether the, the, the reigning biggest pay TV provider is in the country. Right. And MultiChoice has said, no, I'm not going to collect your revenue for you. That's, uh, you know, that's absurd to um, uh, expect a, a competitor to collect exactly. your revenue. Exactly. Exactly. A whole lot of politics and whatever you involved there. But anyway, Jan, let's see how this now pans out. Um, looking forward to unpacking these uh, other issues that we've got lined up for you. Let's look at Twitter adding an ID verification. What's this all about? Yeah, that's a, that's a, an interesting one. Uh, essentially, it's a mechanism they've um, they're, they're adding to uh, essentially verify people's identities when something um, out of the ordinary happens on the account. So either somebody has passed away and the account needs to go to the next of kin, um, or um, the, the account ownership needs to transfer or something like that. And so Twitter has rolled out a way to verify someone's biometric identity um, or uh, I said biometric identity like it's fancy. Essentially, it's a uh, you know government issued ID and um, you know something with your face on it with a high quality photo on it, and then they uh, verify that the, the person is you. This is uh, quite um, this kind of technology is quite in widespread use in online banks. Okay. Uh, cryptocurrency exchanges, that sort of thing. Um, and so Twitter is rolling out that technology on its platform now um, for verifying or validating account ownership in weird uh, um, cases, out of the ordinary cases. Okay, so that's that then. That's how Twitter wants to identify users uh, going forward. Let's see how that works out. In the meantime, Netflix show Made in South Africa hits number one worldwide photos and details. Wow, tell us more about that. Oh, I'm I'm so excited about yeah. the story, and I was excited about how many people were interested in reading about it. Um, obviously, um, I think it's because people didn't know uh, what the show was necessarily. It's, it's, a, it's a show called One Piece, yes. which is a live-action adaptation of a world-famous anime. And so when I say, you know, when I was like, people were, were interested in this because I don't necessarily know what it's about. It's not that one piece isn't popular. It is one of the most popular pieces of media in the world. But it's, it's, oh. it's, um, it's quite a, a specific, a specific audience. It is a Japanese uh, comic book called a manga mm-hmm. that uh, spawned a animation series or anime. Um, and it's been wildly successful. It is like, it is like um, soap opera level successful. It is a TV show or Simpsons. It's okay. as a better example, perhaps. It has run for 20 seasons, the anime. They are on episode like 1076 or something um, of, of the original animated series. And Netflix commissioned a live action adaptation of this where they went to the, um, the original creator, Ichiro Oda, um, and they got, they got him involved in the live action adaptation. But um, uh, the, the, the bottom line here is how South Africa is involved. Firstly, it is um, shot, a, a significant proportion of the show is filmed in South Africa at okay. a place called Cape Town Film Studios um, on the way to Somerset West outside of Cape Town. 
Um, they built these massive sets, these ships um, out there. They've got this, the whole setup to do um, kind of sea, uh, sea-based or ocean-based uh, uh, lo- location shoots. Um, set up there was originally built for a, a show called Black Sails that was filmed there, and and so um, they they came and filmed one piece there in Cape Town. They hired so many South African actors. Uh, there's like 50 South African actors. Some of them with recurring like pretty major roles in the show. Okay. Um, like the production crew was like so it's like a thousand. Uh, a thousand South Africans involved in this thing. If you count all the crew and catering, makeup artists, like we, there was a South African costume designer involved. Hair and makeup was South Africans. Um, prosthetics was South Africans. The stunt coordinator was a South African. We had South African stuntmen. So like uh, it just employed so many South Africans in the local film industry. And what's also so exciting is that there's South African actors that are coming before a global audience and people are falling in love with the characters that they play. And, and you know, they're posting memes online and it's just like a super like positive response um, to, to the show, which is great to see because there's been a bit of a curse when it comes to live action adaptations of animated series. Disney's live action adaptations have not always gone so well, you know, whether it's sure. Lion King or Aladdin or The Little Mermaid. Um, and Netflix the same. They've had mixed responses to, to these. There's been such a, a positive response to One Piece um, that it's it's been really exciting to see and I'm actually genuinely excited for the South Africans involved in this. That sounds fantastic. Uh, something must make a note of having a look at that and just uh, just enjoying this uh, accomplishment, as you've mentioned, about South African actors in this production being made in South Africa. Looking forward to watching that, Jan. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Very quickly, if you've just got about 30 seconds, a knockoff solar panel sellers taking South Africans for a ride? Yeah, this was a warning from uh, distributors, uh, local solar panel distributors that we spoke to. Mm-hmm. The short of it is, is make sure that you get certificates of authenticity where you can. Right. Use uh, well-established, reputable companies to do your solar solar system design, and uh, and they must then use reputable installers. Um, certificates of authenticity are not always available, so don't just say, ah, oh, there's no COA, then then cancel. Right. Uh, but do but do uh, bring uh, to your solar system designers attention that there is this knockoff problem happening and uh, that everybody just needs to make sure that they get the genuine mm-hmm. article from right. the people that supplies them because otherwise there will be problems down the line. Jan, excellent having you on the show today. Thanks so much for joining us once again and for your uh, feedback on all these subjects that you uh, spoke to us about today. Jan Vermeulen, the editor at My Broadband.